Welcome to the So You Had a Baby podcast. We are your hosts, Inkiru and Krista. We'll be sharing empowering stories and topics to inspire women to grow and love themselves more throughout their postpartum journey. Join us each week as we work to change the stigma around postpartum. Hey, mamas, and welcome to the So You Had a Baby podcast, episode 21. Today, we're discussing mom bod. Yep, we've all probably heard the term before, and sexy is generally not the first word that pops into your head. But the truth is, who cares? Mom bod may look different for everybody, and it's something to be proud of. So mamas, whether you're a mom or mama-to-be, we're going to talk about how in motherhood we can learn to embrace our mom bod, mom jeans and all. All right, Krista, so let's get right into it. Before you were a mom, what was mom bod to you? Well, mom bod to me, <laughs> mom bod to me was, <laughs> it, let me draw a picture for you. <laughs> for me, it Please was, do. Have you ever seen the SNL skit of the, the moms and they're like mom jeans and they're dancing around and they just super dorky like the epitome of 80s mom with like high-waisted mm-hmm. jeans with the pleats in the front a belt that cinches way too high like almost right below your bra <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it kind of makes your butt look <laughs> a little bit frumpy and the the woman under it's generally a little bit frumpy with it <laughs> and even if she's mm-hmm. not her pants make her look that way <laughs> she's got an awkward like <laughs> polo or like terrible 80s vest and I'm not gonna lie I had I had one when I was when I was a kid I had I had one of those vests like that looked like it should be (laughs) it looks like it should be a pillow but it's actually a vest maybe like a turtleneck or (laughs) just like and then the giant glasses with like a perm yes that's almost mullet like around your head (laughs) Mm -hmm. short hair I just like and it's it's not it's not sexy it's not even close to sexy and <laughs> and it's it, you know and the woman the woman underneath all that awkward eighties terrible clothing is just like not very secure not very like you know mm-hmm. just awkward and uncomfortable in her own skin and and not confident now if you were a child of the eighties I saw I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry for drawing that picture. <laughs> <laughs> but that is literally how I picture how I picture Bob Bond. And so I actually yeah. made a point like when I think of what I want it to be, like it's it's very far from what that picture is. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like the mom that thinks she's cool but she's really not cool. Yeah, who's like <laughs> she's like driving her kids to school telling dorky jokes and <laughs> laughing at them or mm-hmm. <laughs> I've just drawn a really yeah. good picture of an 80s mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I my my picture of a mom bod was just someone that was kind of just like unmotivated, not confident, kind of bigger than what she was, kind of like her past body is way in the past and she's never going to get to that type of thing so she's Mm -hmm. not really she's kind of just not confident in herself and in her body and her new body is maybe more voluptuous but she doesn't think it's in a good way and I don't know someone that's kind of not confident at all Mm -hmm. in herself and in her body 
you know, quote unquote mom bod. That's kind mm-hmm. of what I pictured. You know, it's funny. I was, I was just thinking when I was a kid, I specifically remember one Halloween, somebody went dressed up as like a, like a, a mom, if you will. I don't even know. <gasps> and like, or like a, like a stay at home really? or something. Oh, and it was such a negative oh my picture gosh. in my head. It was, she was wearing like a muumuu. And she had a hairnet on and it was just like big glasses and curlers in her hair. And it was just like, as a kid, what a terrible picture to paint of, you know, it's so funny that I was just thinking that that totally stands out in my head is like something that someone dressed up as. And what, what a terrible visual to paint for, for such a strong person. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And, and. I really wanted to change that narrative. And so in my head, I was thinking, I want to change that from like unmotivating or un- or not confident to someone that is strong, someone that is confident and went through this incredible experience and is left with this beautiful child mm-hmm. as an outcome or children, if you had multiples. But I aspire to be someone that is strong, someone that is confident, someone that is active and maybe a little, a little more weight than what she was used to in the past or what she was in the past, but is owning every part of that. And I really wanted to make that my own narrative instead of what I thought of mom bod to be. Mm -hmm. Totally. I agree. I totally agree. So in regards to like, so just kind of the first thing, since I went into such a visual of what, you know, a dress or a style, how would you say now that you are a mom, how did your style or did your style change? And like, do you, do you change it for, you know, where you're at or who you're with now that you, mm-hmm. now that you are owning this mom bot, if you will, <laughs> not in the, not in the <laughs> negative way in the positive, strong woman way. (laughs) Yeah. My style did change for sure. And I think before I was less intentional about what I wore because I could basically wear pretty much anything and feel okay. It didn't matter. I wasn't trying to, I don't know, uphold a certain connotation. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm a mom, I feel like I find myself trying to uphold that connotation of being a mom. So I was really insecure about like my belly. And so like making sure that my belly is like covered and, you know, so I dress a certain way to cover that up. And, and I wore a lot of workout Mm -hmm. clothes and that's what I felt comfortable in. And I still to this day, I feel really comfortable in workout clothes. I just didn't have a lot of time to like be and like get dressed. And to me, that just seemed like so much work. Mm-hmm. And so I would just throw in some workout clothes and I would work out anyway. So I thought, oh, this is fine to like stay in all day and it's comfortable and I, I, I feel good in it, whatever. But I think now it's changed into if I work out, like I want to make sure that I get, I take a shower and get dressed and like actually dress up, not in a fancy way, but put on jeans and a top. And I feel confident in that and I feel good in that. And um, wearing my cute little, you know, sandals or whatever, that makes me feel good. And mm-hmm. so I think it's changed in that sense. And I have to say, high-waisted jeans, 
I will always wear high-waisted jeans. <laughs> they will always be in my closet no matter what. I agree. Maybe not so much the vest. The vest, maybe. maybe I'm, I'm going to say you kick the vest if you're wearing the vest, Nikki. I'll help you clean that out of your closet. <laughs> I'll pass on the vest. But those jeans... Those are, I'm all about those jeans. And that's I, and that's something that I've learned to embrace and just love. I just love the way that it looks. Totally. I have a newfound love for uh, high-waisted jeans. We're, we're, I've, right? I've accepted them. They're, they're not pleated, but... They're not pleated. <laughs> actually, you know what? As I say that, I actually have a pleated pair of high-waisted pants. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you know, they're making, they're making high-waisted jeans so cute now. Yeah. You know, it's like modern. It's a modern high-waist. No, they're from Zara, so. okay? No. Yeah. <laughs> so they're cute. They're cute. That's what I'm going to tell myself. I'm literally, I am the person that I just described. How funny. <laughs> You're the person years, 20 years, 30, 40 years later, whatever it is. Yeah, I know. I, and that's, I think that's how it changes. Like, cause personally, I love the seventies look. Like I love the high-waisted and like Mm -hmm. the little, little cute little tops and stuff that go with it and the colors. So I like it, but I've just learned to embrace it and own my, my new style because Mm -hmm. it may not be exactly how it was when I was you know, in my early, early twenties, but, or teenager, but I don't have the same body and I don't have, I don't have the same, uh, mindset either. I have a different mindset, different headspace and a different body. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I love the way that I am now more so than I did Good. previously. Good. You should, your body's done a lot of work for you. Well, <laughs> I think that's how, that's how it, it, I would hope that's how it should be, you know, and I think that's a struggle a lot of the time when we first become a mom. It's like there's this whole identity shift that we go through. So style definitely has to do with it. What about you? How has it changed your style? You know, so my style as a mom has has changed a lot from before I was a mom. And there's a few factors that kind of play into this. So first of all, I was in a very like corporate setting. So mm-hmm. all my clothes had to be very dressy and mostly because, you know, clothes are expensive. I bought a lot of my clothes to fit um, mm-hmm. both worlds, like at home and as well as at the, I was in banking. So as well as like in banking. Um, so I kind of catered what, what my style was to be cost effective. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I've always been more of like a casual person, but I've realized, so now that I'm a mom. I've got, I've gotten to like remake my wardrobe, if you will, which has been a lot Mm -hmm. of fun and also terrible. And it's been terrible because my body has been in a constant flux of change since, Mm -hmm. you know, being pregnant to giving birth to being postpartum. And, and so that's kind of changed how I purchase my clothes. But I have, I've realized that in motherhood, I do this thing where I decide what I want to wear and then I think, oh, who am I going to be spending time with today? Am I going to be spending time with my friends who have kids who I love and adore and would never judge me based off of anything I wore? But it's just like my own preconceived notion that like, for example, I wanted to wear like a cute crop top because those are in and they're cute, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I will hesitate to put on certain clothes depending on the group I'm going to be in because I don't want to come off as like, like a, 
you know, I don't want to be a slutty mom <laughs> or I don't want to, yeah. you know, or I don't want to, I, you know, I don't want to offend anybody or I don't want to, I, I want to be perceived as like too young or, hmm. you know, I, it's just like, I'm afraid of the outward opinion of how I'm dressing. And so I cater how I dress mm-hmm. based off of how, who I'm going to be around. And I caught, I did, you know, for a while I was doing that without realizing. So like, mm. it, which is silly, you know, I also, yeah. my wardrobe has included a lot more leggings these days, which I think is kind oh, of funny. Yeah. They're part of my, <laughs> I think someone posted once, like the leggings are part of the mom, the mom uniform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it is. It is part of my uniform. <laughs> and I love it because, because they're wonderful. And I work out in the morning or sometime during the day and they're just really functional. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's just like, you know, I, I totally cater for a while. I was catering my wardrobe based off of who I was going to be around, you know, mm. or if I was going to be going somewhere with a pool, I was like, well, I don't want to wear my two piece bathing suit because, mm. you know, I'm a mom now, which, which is kind of a bummer, but mm. Now I've kind of done, I got to this place also, you know, I, I worked really hard to get back to, I don't want to say, uh, pre my pre pregnant body because I'll never be that again. And I'm okay with that. And I really love my body for all that it's done, but I worked Mm -hmm. really hard to get back into the shape that I'm in now. Um, Mm -hmm. and I remember I specifically remember the first time I decided I was going to go out for a run um, in just a sports bra and like my, my leggings. And I was so proud of myself. And it was such a, it was such a big moment for me to be able to like feel confident enough in my own skin to run in a sports bra. But it was also like, Ooh, who am I going to see? Like that, that actually mm. went through my head. Mm. And which, which is disappointing. You know, you, you shouldn't have to, there's not, there's not a mom dress code. I, yeah. you know, you, sh- I am going to wear whatever I'm going to wear. Obviously I, I probably won't go. Like, I, I mean, I dress, I'm, it's like, I'm saying I'm dressed, dressed crazy, but you know, got to this point recently where it's like, I'm going to wear what I want to wear. I'm, I'm dressing appropriately for where I am, wherever I am. Mm-hmm. But I shouldn't have to have a specific dress code depending on who I'm with. Right. So, but it's been interesting. That's an interesting point. It's an interesting yeah. feeling to have to feel like I have to fit this mold. Exactly. I think that is something that has crossed my mind too. And something that I've thought about where... I'm trying to fit into a mold or fit into what moms are supposed to look like and what moms are supposed to do. Yeah. And I forget all about who I am and, and what that, and what being a mom means to me and what that looks like to me. There is this uh, woman, a friend of mine that I admire and she is uh, from my church and She's had two kids, and one thing that I've noticed about her is that she does not fail to wear her stilettos. Good for her. Never. 
every single week I see her with her stilettos on and her legs look amazing. She looks amazing and she rocks it and owns it. And a week after she gave birth, she came to church with her stilettos on. And I thought, that's awesome. (laughs) She is amazing. She looks so good. And she was wearing white, a full white suit. Wow. She looked so cute. Yes, exactly. And this is, this is what I picture to be mom bod. Mm -hmm. Was she, is she, does she feel like she's in the best shape of her life a week after giving birth? Of course not. Does she may not feel um, super confident in her body? Of course not. But she did feel confident enough to say, you know what, I'm going to do this because this is, this is for me. Yeah. I, this is what I do. And this is how I feel beautiful. I'm going to wear my stilettos and you know what, I'm going to put on that, that white suit on and feel completely beautiful in what I'm wearing. And that's exactly what I thought. I thought, good for her. You ghost a little lady. (laughs) I know. I I went up to her and I was just like, girl, you look beautiful. You look amazing. And she did. She really did. And I feel like there's, there needs to be more uh, examples of that because we don't really do that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of the time we tend to shy away from things like that. And I think that's where a lot of the judgments come from of us towards other moms that we see on the street, for example, Mm -hmm. that are looking really cute. You know, they have their heels on or they have their dress on or they have their jeans with their yeah. cute top or they did their they're hair all done up. Or... or they did their hair and they look like and their makeup is on point and we look at them like, wow, where is she about to go? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why is she looking like that? Because we don't probably feel very secure in ourselves mm-hmm. because we probably didn't get ready that day. And so I think there needs to be more examples of my friend from church and there also needs to be more acceptance of of us doing the same thing for ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think honestly, what it comes down to is just being okay. Like like you said, being okay in your own body, doing what you feel is good for you. So if you want to put on that crop top with your jeans that day, then put on that crop top with your jeans. You Mm -hmm. feel good in that, you know, and, or, you know, whatever it looks like for you, just own that, own where you are in whatever Mm -hmm. body you're in and be confident in it. And, and everyone else will follow suit. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's it's the insecurities, like you said, that affect how we choose or how we think other people are going to judge us affects how we choose to dress or get ready. Yeah. So on that, on a little sidestep, did you have a preconceived notion of like mom hair? I know we've kind of talked you know, about this a little bit. <laughs> hair for me has always been something that I never really did myself. So growing up, we always got it done. I grew up with two other sisters and we always got our hair done. My mom didn't ever do it. We, she always just booked our appointment. We got it done. It was like, that's was, that was the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom did a lot of things for us, but that was one thing that she chose that she wasn't going to take the time to do. She just said, you know what? We're going to get your hair done. So we did. And I didn't grow up doing my own hair. So when I decided to go completely natural and wear my own curly hair, 
it was Mm -hmm. a huge learning curve and it took a lot of time for me to do it myself. And that time I had before I was a mom, I had that time to do. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I spent so much time learning how to do this myself. And I just, I was frustrated while I was learning. And then when I finally learned how to do it, I became a mom. And so like, okay, I don't have time to do all of this every single day or every single week. I just Mm -hmm. don't have the time and I don't have the patience. I think that's what's even more so because there are plenty of women that have my type of hair that do it themselves and they do a really good job, but they have patience and I don't have the patience. And so (laughs) I thought, (laughs) I just wanted to be real with myself and thought, you know what? I need to do protective styling, which I did and which I love and will continue to do. And then I just decided recently I'm going to cut my hair because that just makes, that frees up so much more time and it does. So that's where my hairstyle is right now. I cut my hair but I will still be doing protective hairstyles and different styles that I like that are very low maintenance. My mm-hmm. whole thing is low maintenance hairdos. Yeah. <laughs> so I that's how you. it's changed. <laughs> yeah. So I've always had an interesting relationship with hair as well. I've always had, not always, but majority of my life I've had long hair and mm-hmm. I've always heard so many I've heard so many times even before becoming a mom like oh everyone cuts their hair when you become a mom you go to the short hairstyle because you know because it's easier to do and you have less time and you know Mm. and it's not in the way and you know you don't have time to do your hair and and I was like Mm -hmm. I will absolutely not cut my hair like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have my long hair I love my long hair but you know styles change and so I was kind of holding on to my long hair for the sake of not giving in, I guess. Mm-hmm. But the reality is once I became a mom, my hair went up in a hair, in a bun most of the time or up back somehow. I tried to do it as often as I can, but I had hair almost down to my butt and mm-hmm. it just started getting too much. And I kind of, you know, every once in a while I had like a tinge to want to cut my hair, but you know, I cut my hair and I don't know if I'm going to let it grow out for a while because I'm really, Mm -hmm. I'm loving my, I guess my mom hair. Like, you know, I did picture mom hair is like short, short and up and like out of the way because kids, kids pull your hair and you know, but they do, kids do pull your hair and it's, and now I can like not get my hair stuck in stuff and like, it's not as easy to pull. And yeah. And, you know, just to kind of like, I was, I was really hesitant though. Cause like, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have the mom haircut, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm loving, I love my short hair now. And, you know, to kind of put, to put out all of the preconceived notions that I had about like, you know, quote unquote mom hair, my, I came home after always having long hair. My husband's only known me with long hair. And when I came home, out of Chase's mouth, he said, I'm really glad you cut your hair. I think you, I think I like your short hair more than I've ever liked your long hair. I was like, really? Oh my gosh. Yeah, this whole time. Oh, thank you. This whole time. I haven't done this because I'm so afraid that I was going to, you know, it's, and it, there's, again, it just kind of falls into this. There's no, there's no dress code 
you know, there's no exactly moms are moms look and dress and act in so many different ways. And there's not one way that defines a mom and you can rock whatever you feel comfortable in because it's really about how you feel and, Mm -hmm. and owning this new, this new sexy body of yours. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I, I really like your point about Chase because Matt and I had a similar encounter where I was, I kept asking him for months, like, should I cut my hair? I really want to cut my hair. Should I cut it? <laughs> and he was like, I love your short hair. Cause I had cut it five years ago, really short. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a good point is that, you know, you, you want to feel good and look good for yourself and be confident in who you are. But having your spouse reassure that or affirm that is just icing on the cake. You know, it's just, it just makes it that much more, you, you just become that much more confident. So that was cool. Yeah, that is really nice. It's, it's true. Having the, having, you know, it's, it's important to feel good about who you are in in your, in like by yourself, like you need to, you love who you are before the whole saying you can't love anyone else until you learn to love yourself like you need to really love who you are before before you're even able to hear compliments from anybody else but having your Mm. spouse agree and be on board and like build you up is is important (laughs) yeah it's 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 really important Mm -hmm. so moving on to how you were being able to find motivation just being able to take time for yourself what what did that look like for you what were small things or even big things that you did to help you put yourself together? You know, I think in, in my day, what's So for the first, the first like two years, two and a half years, I, I mean, even I'm still kind of phasing out of that right now. I got to be a stay at home mom and, you know, some days that mean, I mean, right in the beginning at mid, I literally was felt like I was in pajamas all, all day long. Like, I constantly had milk on me or something on me. And so it was really hard to find that motivation. And I was also really insecure. I was kind of like the whole stuck in a rut. I was, I definitely feel like Mm -hmm. I was stuck in a rut. I was, I wasn't feeling good about myself, but I, you know, the, the little things that I could do, you know, whether it be like waking up when I was able to and putting like right at the beginning, waking up and putting on a clean shirt, which sounds so ridiculous, Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know, but, but it really was like, it's so, it was so easy to wake up in my nursing shirt and stay in my nursing shirt, my jammies all day and just put my hair Mm -hmm. in a ponytail and not do anything. And it was really easy to stay that way throughout most of the day in the beginning. But, you know, what I found would help me is like getting up and washing my face, put a new shirt on and like get get myself together as much as I could even though I knew I was going to have to be at my child's beck and call every two hours or every day Mm -hmm. every hour of every day yep or you know I really value being able to work out and exercise so for me that was like having even if I couldn't exercise trying to eat something healthy that made Mm -hmm. me feel like I had done something for myself that day, which kind of changed my, my whole outlook for the rest of the day. Or instead of grabbing, you know, the bagel that was easy to grab, I made myself a green smoothie. And that was, 
is something small, but it's something I did for me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, now it's, it's kind of changed as my daughter got older, but, you know, putting a little bit of mascara on or, or putting my makeup on, you know, even if I had nowhere to go, putting on my makeup and like doing my routine in the morning was something that I would do to help me feel better in my own body, you know? Mm-hmm. How about yeah, you? totally. Yeah. I would agree with that. It's like those little small things with like the makeup or eating, grabbing something healthier than the easier choice, you know, mm. or just the little things that really make a difference in the way that you go about your day. And I think for me, and then this is something that I talked about earlier in our conversation that every single day I would just put on some workout clothes because mm-hmm. it was easy. It was easy and it was comfortable and I felt good in it. So I thought, oh, whatever, I'll put it on. And I always wore workout clothes. But lately I've been really into actually just getting myself ready for the day, like actually getting ready with jeans or pants and a top. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed a difference in my productiveness for the day. Yeah. It's definitely a mind thing. And just being able to be ready from head to toe, like even just, I don't, I don't usually wear like makeup, but I, I do my eyebrows. That's like the one thing that I do, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And, and your eyebrows, eyebrows always look fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, girlfriend. <laughs> I was like the one thing that I do. And if I didn't do my eyebrows, it's not a big deal, but that's me like dressing up for myself, but doing my eyebrows <laughs> and putting on a jeans, jeans and my, and a cute top. Like I feel really dressed up. When I yeah. do that, I feel really good instead of from just like, okay, quickly put on something quick, grab something to eat and go. It's more like, oh, okay. I'm actually, I'm actually stepping into someone that is ready for the day that looks presentable in any, any situation. And I can yeah. go anywhere and feel confident. And so, you know what I am going to do, actually, I'm going to do the dishes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to work on this. I'm going to work on this. And I feel much more productive mm-hmm. when I get what I feel like I'm, I'm, I've actually dressed up. So that's something that I've been doing a lot lately and it's changed my pr- productiveness 100%. Absolutely. I could not agree more. So kind of to talk about on the same lines, do you, do you feel like, so I, so I can I'll kind of preface this with how I do this is I've realized that, you know, in addition to showing it for myself, I found it really important. So I remember saying this to uh, my husband before we were, while we were still dating, actually, I remember saying that I want to make sure that I am like, I feel sexy and like stay sexy for my husband for forever. You know, that's something that's really important to me. And, mm-hmm. and, and he know, proposed the next day and he proposed the next day. <laughs> like I, you know, I always wanted to know, like, exactly. Right. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to stay in shape and take care of myself and always be that sexy woman that my husband married from the beginning, because, you know, it's important to still continue to show up in your relationship for each other. Even when, you know, even when your little ones are little and, I'll admit, I definitely got stuck in 
in this place where like right after giving birth, my self-esteem was down and I just like was really uncomfortable in my own shoes. And, but I worked through that and realized that, you know what, when I get ready for myself, I'm not only showing up for myself, but I'm showing up for my relationship. So what I recognize now is, and what I do now, I don't know, like the whole idea of, you know, before my husband comes home, I try to like run around and make sure everything's straightened and, you know, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I, I will, I want to make sure that I look put together and I will, no matter what I've done and how, like the, the other day, this is a perfect example. The other day I had worked out in the morning. I had to go run a quick errand. I just looked, I, I'm not going to lie. I look terrible. <laughs> but <laughs> in my own vision, I was like, I look, I look I look like I had a busy day today, <laughs> but, and I didn't, I didn't have my makeup done. My hair was put up in a bun or like in a, in a ponytail. And, but before he got home, I ran upstairs and put mascara on because I, I personally feel, I feel better. Like, I feel like I showed up for my day that my, your eyebrows, the way you do your eyebrows, it's mascara for me. I will always make sure I put mm. my mascara on. That's how I like show up. If my mascara is mm-hmm. on, I'm having a good day. And so my mascara, <laughs> my mascara wasn't on yet. And before he got home, I like ran upstairs and put my mascara on because it's important to me that even if mm-hmm. nothing else is like put together, I, I know that that's how I show up. You know, that's my little way of like still wanting to be sexy for my husband in a small, small way that day. But like, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's me showing up for a relationship and, I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of the time, once you give birth, a lot changes once you give birth and once you bring kids into your relationship. And a lot of times it's easy for you to kind of fall out of these habits of like courting, if you will, and like, mm-hmm. you know, dating and being showing up the way you did before you had kids, which is really different now. And, you know, doing doing that is so important. And so I just wanted to make sure that like I, I keep showing up. Do you, is that something that yeah. you think about? Oh yeah, that completely resonates with me. And I'm so glad that you brought up this topic because I think it's so important. And this is something that I feel like we can talk about in a whole different podcast episode, but for the sake of this conversation, it is so relevant. I feel that I I need to present myself in a way where I feel good to my husband. Like I need to present, I need to feel confident whatever and whatever I look like, I need to feel confident or do something just small to make me feel like I look good Mm -hmm. for my husband. And, and it's not to say that he is the one that supplies my confidence, but it is to say that just like you were saying, showing up for your relationship, I think is so imperative. There, there's so many times where, you know, when people get married and they just kind of let themselves go, like we all have heard that before. Mm Mm-hmm. And even if you're in that, in that spot where, you know, you have let yourself go or you've, you're not as, you know, you don't do yourself up as much, find that one thing, just one thing that will make you feel done up or that will make you feel like you're put together or uh, beautiful for yourself Mm -hmm. because that's going to translate into your relationship. So when the time comes that you're, husband is coming home and you're um, still in in PJs, at least you have done that one thing where (laughs) whether it's mascara or your eyebrows, 
um, or your hair where you feel still very beautiful and sexy in whatever clothes you're in, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever state you're in, at least you've done that one thing. And so I can definitely relate to this because a lot of the days I am that we stay home because we also go out and do stuff. But there are days that at home, I am in my robe and in my hair bonnet. <laughs> and, and I have to say, my robe is pretty darn cute. Okay, my robe is cute. <laughs> is it the my hair one bonnet. that you bought for like app that they tell you to buy for you know when you're giving birth or in the in the things you're supposed to have your bag? It's it's a it's a robe. So everyone buys a sexy robe. <laughs> is it that sexy? No, robe? I did not have that type of robe, but my robe was still pretty darn cute. However, my hair bonnet, on the other hand, is not cute. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> my hair bonnet. It's definitely not cute. And every single time, you know, I like in the very beginning, right? In in right after um giving birth, like a few weeks later, a few months, I think up until like eight months or whatever. There were many days where I was still in my robe. And I was like, and in my hair bought it. And I knew, you know, he would give me a text, hey, I'm on my way home. And I say, oh, okay, she's in her diaper still. I'm in my in my hair bought it and my cute robe. I need to change. Yeah. And so quick, get I'll, ready. I'll rip exactly. I'll rip off that hair bought it and I'd go in the bathroom. <laughs> I quickly get ready. And that to me, whatever I would put on. I would feel good in for my husband. I just knew that, yes, I was getting ready for myself first, but I didn't want, I still wanted to show up for my relationship and for my husband. Mm -hmm. And so it was, it was important for me to not just present myself in the way that he saw me before he left. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and a hair bonnet and my <laughs> and so I just I just really wanted that to be something that you know he would come home and it, it wouldn't be like me in that in the original outfit mm-hmm. that he saw me in when I left and I, it's important and it has to do with showing up for your relationship so absolutely it's funny because I was just I was thinking you know for anyone listening they're probably thinking oh that sounds like so 50s you know making sure you're wearing it we're not saying oh yeah we're not saying put on your your fancy dress or like for your partner yeah but but what we are saying is that that self-care is important because how you treat yourself and how you feel about yourself does relate over but it can be more than just looks I think yeah you know eating habits and you know that's something that both you and I really value is you know eating healthy and exercising and personal care like that is something, those are other ways that you can continue to show up for yourself. So, you know, even if you don't wear makeup and you have a really casual style, which is, you know, whatever you own you, but Mm -hmm. if, if you showing up for the day is like choosing to eat the salad over the, you know, whatever else is available, that's, you know, the fast food, then that's, that could be the way that you show up for you and, and own your, your, you know, your mom, your mom body, you know, it, it doesn't yeah. have to be a, a, an outward thing. It could be like a, a thing that you're doing for you or, you know, showing up for the exercise class that is easy, easy to miss, you know, that's a way to show up for you and, mm-hmm. and own, own you in this new body and, and embrace who you are. Yeah. 
Definitely. I think there are various ways that you can show up for yourself mm-hmm. and feel confident in who you are, but you have to figure out what exactly that is. Cause that could look differently. And so once you figure that out, you'll definitely be able to provide that self-care for yourself and feel confident in your body, in your mom bod, your, your new body. Mm-hmm. But that translates into a lot of other relationships in your life. Absolutely. And it also translates into how you live your life, honestly, and how you go about your day. And I think that is all-encompassing of what we're trying to talk about here. Mm-hmm. So my question for you is, now that you're a mom, how do you define mom bod? What is a mom bod to you now? A mom bod to me is someone that is not the stereotypical mom bod that you may have may see. It's someone that is motivated and confident, active, and motivated to take time for herself in one small way or another. But most importantly, she's really, really strong. Mm-hmm. What about you? <clears throat> you know, as as a mom now, I would define a mom bod as as a woman who owns the body that she's in every day, regardless of the changes that it's going through. You know, someone who is strong mm-hmm. and confident and works hard to love herself through the changes and sets a healthy example of what a strong, confident woman is for her children. You know, Mm -hmm. someone who can own her mom jeans and look good Mm -hmm. in them, whatever size they are. Someone who can rock the stilettos and not feel self-conscious about who's judging her outfit that day. You know, someone who can show up for herself and you know, in whatever outfit, even if it's the leggings and the workout gear, you know, who throws on some mascara or her eyebrows or the lipstick or, you know, who owns who she is wherever she is in her mom journey. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a strong, confident woman. There's, there's no, Mm -hmm. there's so many pictures of what mom bod looks like these days. And I think, I think it's just important to remember that what, what, whoever is looking back at you in the mirror as a mom is the person you want to be cheering on and proud of. And, and you want to rock that body because you've earned it. Yeah, most definitely own who you are and own who, who you've become and embrace every single aspect of that every day. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that is all for today, guys. Thanks so much for listening and joining us today on our podcast episode all about mom bod. And we both hope that you have taken something away from this today. If you're a mom and you're listening to this, own who you are, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Pull up those mom jeans and rock your day. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We are absolutely grateful and humbled that you would take the time to tune in today. Please join us each week as we change the stigma around postpartum and help build a community where women can feel supported, loved, and empowered. If you'd like to connect with us, follow us on Instagram at So You Had a Baby Podcast, or you can check out our website at SoYouHadABabyPod.com. And if you want to hear more and be part of this community, 
please subscribe to our podcast. We'd love for you to join us each week. 